Hello, everyone. Welcome to Above Dysfunction. This is a podcast and a community for those rising above the stories that come from growing up in a dysfunctional and or alcoholic household. I'm your host, Amanda Becker. Okay, episode two. This one is about inner child healing. And if you are someone who has heard about inner child work but just has no idea how to dive into it or why it's important, this is an episode that's going to be incredibly beneficial to you. And before I recorded this episode and my first episode, I wrote down this huge list of the points I wanted to get across and how I wanted you guys to learn this subject. And when I was recording this, it just didn't feel right because my intuition doesn't feel like it has space to really speak and come from my heart. So I scratched that entire thing because I want to just tell you guys about my experience learning about my inner child and how I have healed. This has been such a powerful thing in my toolbox, and I think you guys will be really fascinated with why the inner child is important. I first learned about it in therapy about two years ago, and if you're anything like me, you hear inner child and you're like, I don't really know what you mean or what you're talking about, because for a lot of people who have gone through trauma or emotional experiences, we aren't connected to our child anymore, and even though it's a huge part of who we are, we have repressed it because it was painful and it was a really difficult part of our lives. So why would we want to think about it or connect to it? And the true reason why is because there's so much healing in inner child work. And regardless if you want to look at it or not because it's painful, it's running the show and it's running most of your life. So if you are looking to change your patterns, cultivate self-love and discipline in your life, you have to do the inner child work. From when we are born until seven, most of our subconscious is fully formed. So if our parents weren't fully there for us, one of them was struggling with addiction, both of them were struggling with addiction, maybe some mental illness in there, there is no way that the inner child had the full space to be authentic and to form. Our souls come into these human bodies And in order to fully develop into our authentic selves, we have to feel safe in our physical container and body. I know for many people listening, that wasn't the case, and that certainly wasn't for me. So on this journey to rediscover my inner child, it's truly been about discovering the authentic me that I lost in childhood, the one that I have been able to uncover and connect with. And when I say trauma, you guys, it doesn't have to be your typical definition of trauma. It doesn't have to be sexual abuse or physical abuse of any kind. It can simply be that your mom wasn't attentive to you. It can be that your dad came home from work every day and he was so exhausted from working that he wouldn't go play ball with you outside. You would be amazed at the way that our inner child can feel neglected and unloved by our parents. And it's no one's fault. We aren't here to blame the parent. Everyone has to do reparenting, some more than others. It's a part of life. And the millennials are really 
forging the way for reparenting. So I want to talk about a few ways that you know that you need reparenting or inner child work besides the fact that we should all do it. And one that I have noticed is relationships, friendships and romantic ones. But it seems as though you get into relationships that are unfulfilling for you. These relationships can often be very triggering. And when they're triggering, you don't know why. It could just be like a really small fight, something that wouldn't normally be a big deal, and all of a sudden it blows up. That's what being triggered means. And I love the saying, if it's hysterical, it's historical. If you are blowing something way out of proportion, that can easily mean that it's actually not something that's going on in the present moment, but that the present moment is reminding you of a moment in your childhood when you felt this pain, and it's being triggered here now again. You may not be able to pinpoint what that memory is, but you can always come back to that saying, if it's hysterical, it's historical. In relationships, you are choosing toxic relationships, codependent relationships, and you find it really hard to leave relationships that aren't any good for you, despite your intuition or your gut saying that you have to go. The inner child is usually terrified of being alone, terrified of abandonment, terrified of not being needed by a partner. And this can be really scary because if you don't have the tools of talking and soothing the inner child, then you are always operating out of that fear and you won't be making the highest decision for yourself. So relationships are a good one to look at. Asking yourself, am I in fulfilling relationships that truly meet my standards and make me my highest self? You are a combination of the five people closest to you in your life. Are those people doing the things and acting the way that you want to be embodying? And another thing I think of with inner child is just discipline in general. How disciplined are you in your work? How disciplined are you with the things that you want to achieve and your goals? Are you finding ways to always self-sabotage yourself? Um, This can be really, really common. I struggled with this for a little bit. And that's also a discussion of balancing the inner feminine and the inner masculine. So depending on which parent you found greater wounding in really depends. Our masculine is more of our structure and our feminine is the flow. And these are beautiful things to look at within yourself. Other ways to know if you may need some inner child healing is the way that you deal with your emotions. Maybe you find yourself getting angered really easily. You find yourself anxious a lot of the time. And knowing your inner child and being able to self-soothe is an awesome tool in these situations. If you aren't connected to your inner child and you don't know how to soothe yourself and talk to yourself when you're in these triggered emotions, it can be really difficult. And I find that a lot of people who do not know how to connect to the inner child don't have a lot of compassion for themselves. They're very judgmental towards themselves and towards other people. 
And that's because they don't often know the root of why they feel triggered or why they feel upset. They attribute it to something happening in the present moment. They feel like they should be doing better. They feel like it's their fault. And the magic of knowing the inner child is knowing, oh, I didn't get this need met in childhood or this happened to me in childhood. No wonder I feel this way right now. And seeing the places in yourself that are wounded, not damaged, not broken, simply wounded, and being able to have compassion and be there for yourself during difficult times. I found that when I didn't know what the inner child was, emotional events would happen to me and I felt completely out of control. Now I go through events knowing how to take care of myself and knowing that I can be my own parent. And that's really an amazing thing for anyone to know how to do. One of the other things I'm thinking of is that the inner child doesn't know their authentic self. They feel lost. As I've talked about in the beginning, you maybe weren't able to feel fully approved of and to be yourself as a child. And now you're like, okay, who am I? Really, who am I? That was me starting therapy. I was like, I've lived for so many other people. What does Amanda enjoy? What do I want to do with my life? And that can be a hard question for someone who is operating out of their inner child. If you didn't feel safe in your physical body, then you really weren't able to develop the authentic self. And I will post a few more things on my feed and on my story talking about signs that you need reparenting, signs that you need to tend to your inner child. But to me, what's more important isn't the reasons why. It's the fact that everyone needs to do this inner child work. So I really want to get into how can we take care of our inner child. And there's three pillars. Um, I got this from the holistic psychologist. If you guys don't follow her, she is an incredible resource for all things reparenting and inner child. I highly invite you to follow her and read through some of her stuff. Her three pillars that I will talk about are self-love, joy, and discipline. So self-love for me is the way that I talk to my inner child. And a lot of people suggest mirror work for inner child. So if mirror work isn't something that you have done yet, it's simply meeting yourself in the mirror and looking into your own eyes. When we look into our own eyes, we can find our innocence. We can find the part of ourselves that's connected to all beings, and we can truly feel love for ourselves. Many people report having an experience of of crying, of becoming just overwhelmed with emotion when they first do mirror work because they've never looked themselves in the eyes for more than a few seconds and just like said something mean about themselves. Truly meeting yourself in the mirror and knowing that you aren't just the person you are in the present moment. You are every single version of yourself, including that little girl or little boy who just wanted to be loved and taken care of by their parents. 
Another way to connect to this inner child in order to move forward with these three pillars of healing is to start to understand the way that you were as a child and remember what you looked like as a child. So you can ask your parents for photos of you as a child. Maybe you have some on your phone. And looking at this photo of yourself, I love to look at age four or five of myself and just connecting to that person and remembering who they were, what they loved to do. What were you doing at that age? And connecting to an image, it could be you playing in the yard, um, painting, just learning and remembering your inner child. Those are two ways. There's many others. I find myself connecting to my inner child and feeling that essence when I'm doing the things that I love. And these are things that I didn't allow myself to do for so long. Things like dancing, swimming in the ocean, painting, the things you do where you feel true joy. And that is pillar one, joy. Doing the things that your inner child loves to do. Think of a child out in the world. Day by day, all they want to do on the agenda is play. They want to have fun, be outside, love life, play, play, play. What do we do as adults? Work, 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 hustle, work more. The inner child suffocates in that environment. So the pillar here is joy. How can you bring yourself and your inner child joy by reconnecting to the things that you love? This is a way to find your authentic self and to reconnect to the part of you that was wounded or not able to feel safe as a child. I will post some wonderful ideas on my feed once again, and a few ones for the podcast that I will say once again are dancing, um, being outside, hiking, nature, painting, singing, opening up your throat chakra, expressing your voice, simply um, laying on your bed and just staring at the, the wall, letting yourself just be, anything that helps you feel joy, drinking tea, um, bubble baths, that's how you create joy for the inner child. And the other one, the other pillar that I love is discipline. This is a pillar that I was missing for a little bit with the inner child. The inner child also needs the adult, and you are the adult who can talk to your inner child and let them know that you're here to now take care of things. The parent is the one who says, honey, I know you're really scared, but we're still going to do this. Or I know this is really hard for you right now and you're feeling really challenged, but I'm going to get this done. Or I love to tell my inner child to go play when I'm about to go to an interview or an audition. I'm feeling scared for something. I check in. I say, I'm the adult. I'm here now. If you want to go play outside while I do this, go take a break. And I allow my inner child to just do its thing. That may seem really out of the box for you guys right now. But as you learn to connect to the inner child and talk to them, it won't seem that crazy. <laughs> so talking to the inner child is the number one way that you heal the inner child. Having this discipline to know that you are the adult 
and that you can tend to the inner child within by creating structure and discipline for them. Maybe you didn't have much discipline as a child or you had the opposite. You had too much discipline as a child. Finding ways to say things to yourself, to motivate yourself to do the things that you need to do to get by in life, whether that is going to work or doing a budget and saying it in a way that your inner child wants to hear it. The last thing that I will talk about is the self-love and the ways that we can tend to our emotions and tend to our inner child. One thing that I love about the inner child is that they will throw a full-on temper tantrum until you listen to them and you give them what they need. I like to have the visual of doing the dishes and a child is standing down at your feet, pulling on your shirt, trying to get you to pay attention to it. And you're like, no, like I'm doing the dishes, leave me alone. And they won't stop bothering you. And finally, you turn around, you get down on their level, you look them in the eyes, and you're like, what do you need? And they're like, oh, can you can you grab me my ball? Can you get me the food? You're like, yeah, sure. And they're totally calm. This is what your inner child has been wanting your entire life. It is wanting you to get down on its level, look him or her in the eyes, and say, how can I love you most? How can I connect to you? How can I meet your needs? The inner child, once discovered, is actually really easy to please. They want very basic things from you. They want your love. They want your acceptance. And they want to be fucking heard. Excuse my language, but it's true. So many of us don't listen to ourselves. And the inner child wants to be heard. Once you know how to listen to your inner child and what they want, you can find ways to connect and soothe your emotions. Some common phrases that you can say to your inner child are, you are wanted, you are safe, I'm so proud of you and everything that you're doing, I'm here for you, I'm not going anywhere. And these phrases are things that we all need to hear. Despite what parenting we got in childhood, we can always use more of these compassionate, loving words towards ourselves. So in times of things being difficult, high anxiety, anger, deep sadness, you deserve more love, not less. You deserve to spend time with that part of you that's hurting or triggered. And that part of you will not feel any better by you being mean to it. This seems obvious, but we all do it, you guys. We all try and make ourselves get out of the places we're in by saying, you shouldn't be here. This is stupid. Don't feel that way. Would you ever say that to a little child? You wouldn't. And I want you to think this week as you are talking to yourself, would I say that to a little kid? Every time you speak to yourself, your body is listening. So how are you speaking to yourself? How are you showing up for that little girl or little boy who's living inside of you? And using these phrases during times of emotional things going on, just day-to-day when you accomplish things, 
I made myself an amazing dinner the other night and I said, I'm so proud of you. I got my um, paycheck after a long work week the other day and I was like, I know that was really difficult for you. This has been really challenging, but we're doing this together. I'm so proud of you. I'm not going anywhere. These are all things that take time, you guys, but cultivating a loving inner voice and having compassion for your inner child will change your life. So I hope this episode gave you some of the little points that you needed to get started with the inner child. First step is getting that photo of yourself, looking yourself in the mirror, and even one time a day, saying to yourself a loving phrase for your inner child. As always, connect with me on my Instagram, above.dysfunction. Ask me any questions that you have about this subject, and I can do another episode on it soon. And I will talk to you guys all another day.